the online space is noisier and more saturated than ever before. Not only that, but it can make it so easy to be constantly consuming content without necessarily having the awareness that this is something that may be seriously affecting you, your mindset, and your energy. That's why in today's episode, I'm talking about how to put a stop to the doom scrolling comparison trap and shift that so you can make more money in your business and show up from a place that leads to bigger business results. If you're someone who finds yourself feeling like you should be more like someone else, you're feeling like you're not enough when you're scrolling social media or that your business should be further ahead, then you are absolutely going to love the mindset shift I dish out in today's episode and it is going to shift things in a big way for you. You're listening to One Simple Shift and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. I have some super fun news to share in that we just got another puppy. So we have the most adorable rescue puppy, Bentley, is what we've named him. So now we have Ollie and Bentley, and we just picked him up on Saturday. So we are adjusting to life as a double pup household, and Ollie is getting used to having another pup in the mix and all that kind of fun stuff stuff. We've had the interrupted sleep at night and all the things I had forgotten about puppyhood that are both amazing and also different. So I am telling you this in case you hear puppiness in the background. Right now they are both sleeping on the dog bed next to me in my office and it is very calm and peaceful in here but I also know that that can change in an instant so in case you hear anything going on in the background there I just wanted to give that quick disclaimer that that is what is going on there but we are overjoyed and it has just been so much fun watching the two of them get to know each other and having this little puppy flopping around and just oh my gosh so much goodness there so it's just been so much fun. So today we're going to talk about doom scrolling. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I know that this is something that comes up very often for my clients. And I think that to a certain extent, we always assume like, oh, we're going to grow out of this or it won't affect us anymore, or we already cleared that mindset block. And yet it can still have a way of creeping in no matter how long you've been in business, no matter how much money you're making. This is something that is is just very real and true in our space. So I want to talk about how to manage your mind when it comes to this comparison trap that can come from simply being in this world, being in this space, and how 
your ability to shift your mindset around this is directly related to your ability to take more of the right sales actions in your business and your ability to grow your business from that place. So that's why I want to dive into this today. I have some super actionable ways that you can consciously shift how you're showing up when it comes to scrolling, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, all the newsletter lists you're on, whatever, right? It really does work across the board, but I know that that feeling of comparison can be so intense sometimes. And while this may be something that we've talked about in previous episodes, I just think it's such a relevant conversation to have right now because we can all use this reminder. And not only that, I think that it's just more saturated than it's ever been in the past. So this content and the ability to feel overwhelmed or not good enough is just so much more prevalent than it ever was before. So it's a really useful conversation to check in with yourself. It's a really useful conversation to notice where this might be showing up for you and then to really dive in and to do the mindset work around this so that you can feel better. And we know you always close more sales, land more clients, grow your business from that place. So let's dive in and talk about it. So the first shift I want to talk about here, and really the overall big shift that I want you to walk away from this episode with, is this shift from I should be more like them to be I should be more like me. And I think this is so, so, so useful because it's actually really simple to remember, and you're going to be able to catch yourself that much faster when this is coming up for you. So often when you're scrolling Instagram, and maybe you're just kind of like mindless scrolling, maybe you have a few minutes in the grocery line, and you're swiping through and you're seeing all this content out there, and that message that your subconscious might be taking on is one of, I should be more like them. I should be creating more content like this. I should do my carousels like they do. I should be talking on this topic more. I should be saying a similar thing to my client. I should be further ahead in business. I should be doing client wins like them. Why are their client wins better than mine? Whatever, right? There's so much mental drama that this can kick up. And in that, it's really this message that's so easy to take in of, I should be more like them. Now, That, consequently, is not the thing that gets the best business results because when we're in that mindset of I should be more like them, we're not actually looking at our own goals. We're not actually looking at what's important to us, our values, how we're showing up for our people, what we're putting out there, what we're attracting more of, right? All of those pieces of the equation that actually help to grow your business in a way that feels really good and juicy and aligned and more fun and freaking fantastic, (laughs) doesn't happen, right? When we're thinking I should be more like them because we're basically shifting our focus, right? We're shifting our focus to the wrong thing. We're shifting our focus toward another human being who's showing up maybe or maybe not in a way that feels more aligned to them. And when that happens, we've sort of lost sight of the target. Essentially, we've lost sight of the vision, the importance of our why and why we're showing up and why we even created this business in the first place. And instead, we've completely thrown the focus to this other human being and what they're doing. 
And the shift here is really one of, okay, if I was showing up in a way that felt more like me, if I was showing up in a way that felt really freaking good, what would that look like? And I think that that is such an important question to ask yourself. And it really, really helps to direct your focus back on what is going to attract more of the people that you actually want to serve, right? Because this really, really weird thing happens when we try to be more like someone else, right? If we know that the law of attraction says like attracts like, and what we're putting out is something that resembles more of what someone else is doing. And I don't mean like picking up inspiration or learning or growing. I'm talking about what's happening when your brain spirals into, I am not good enough. I need to be more like this person, right? When that happens, we are no longer putting out what we want to get back. Does that make sense? So we're not showing up in a way in which the right people are going to resonate with us because we've just lost sight of the target, right? We've just lost sight of what makes us most magnetic. You know, I refer to this all the time as your core magnetism, and that might sound kind of woo-woo and out there and, you know, feel free to have your, your judgments around that. But I just feel like this is almost like taking your most authentic self one step further because I feel like when you show up as your most authentic self, when you are most like yourself, that is also when you are most magnetic. And I really believe that that core authenticity is what you were like before, you know, programming, society, pain, shame, all of that told you to be someone else, right? So sometimes it's really useful to look at what were you like as a kid? Like what was fun for you? What did you find yourself most like in flow around? I know for me in particular, I could have like colored for hours, right? Coloring books, anything artistic, drawing, painting, all of those. I always felt like I was most in flow when I tapped into that creativity and when I sort of had that like more artistic side of me, right? And that was ultimately what led me to a career in design. It's what led me to really tap into like being a coach and supporting my clients in the way I do today and really thinking about things differently and really using that like creative lens in my coaching as well. So creativity has always been that like common thread for me, right? It's why so many of my clients are designers or other service providers, creative entrepreneurs, people who also tend to have that more creative lens. And that's because that's me at the core. That's where I'm like most magnetic. That is when I am like most in my zone of genius. And therefore I attract people who are attracted to that. Kind of a weird way to say it, but that's what happens, right? So if we go back to this conversation of I should be more like them, it's really hard to attract the right people from that place. So if all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to be this like accounting genius or something like that, which would be like, granted, I like my math and I like my data and I like my numbers, but like, I'm not going out of my way to do like, you know, complex equations or anything, right? Like it would be super out of alignment for me to like 
dive more into that and be like, oh, I should. I'm like even having trouble conceptualizing this example for you because it's so far away from anything that I would ever teach on or coach around or anything, right? And I think that that's so important here because if all of a sudden I saw some post on Instagram that was talking about complex algorithms and how to use them more in your coaching, and then all of a sudden started to talk about that more, I'm literally making things up. I don't even know if the sentence I just said (laughs) makes sense there, but let's roll with it, right? If I was to all of a sudden start coaching around that, it would just feel like totally incongruent for me, right? And I think that's a lot of times what happens in this space is we'll see something and because we saw the thing, now it's all of a sudden this like subconscious belief we take on that like oh I must be doing it wrong I need to be more like them to be successful when in actuality the whole thing we're looking to rewire here is the more you you show up as the easier it is to attract the right people the easier it is for you to book clients the easier it is for you to be in the right mindset and energy that makes it easier for you to grow and honestly just makes business feel a whole heck of a lot easeful as a whole Because anytime you feel like you've got to be more like someone else, it probably does feel harder, right? It probably feels like more of a stretch. It probably feels a little incongruent. Like we start bumping up against a lot of mindset stuff there. So all of that to say, when you are able to shift to, I need to be more like me, that is so freeing. And not only is it freeing and does it take the pressure off and all of that kind of good stuff. It also is the thing that leads to bigger business results, like more leads, clients, money in the bank, all that good stuff. So that's really what I want you to start thinking as you start making this shift from this sort of doom scrolling comparison trap to being more like yourself, showing up in your core magnetism, trusting the right people are going to be attracted to that, releasing perfectionism so you can be more of yourself and so you can get better results because of it. So I sort of broke this down into a really actionable step-by-step process so that you can understand exactly how to implement this. Because again, I think sometimes with mindset stuff, it feels like such a big thing and it can feel really vague and therefore it can be difficult to take action on. So I really wanted to break this down for you in a way where you can take action on this today. You can make this shift today and you can start feeling so much better because of it. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to start bringing awareness around where you're doing this. And this may require you to be really freaking honest with yourself because I think a lot of times when we listen to podcasts like this, this one, we're really quick to go into the defensive here where we're like, oh, I'm not doing that. I don't compare myself to others. Like that must be a problem for someone else. That's definitely not a problem for me, right? And yet I encourage you to dig a little deeper there. Where might this be showing up for you? Like it may not be Instagram. It may be when you see a certain Facebook ad and you're that like all of a sudden feels really charged and really intense. And that's like totally a trigger for you, right? That's kind of where we want to look is like, where is this showing up for you? And it's really anytime you're feeling like you're not enough. I think that is like the core mindset block at the root of this is anytime you feel like you're not enough, it's usually this almost like contraction 
in, I can talk about how it shows up in my body, right? Like I can feel this contraction in my body of like my stomach getting tighter and me thinking like, oh, I've got to, I've got to shift something. I've got to change something. It's almost like that, that discomfort, right? I'm being like, oh, if they're doing it that way, maybe I should too, right? That's kind of how this has shown up for me in the past. And I think that's really useful to know, right? Because you're going to be able to catch it that much quicker because we can't shift it if we don't know it's there. So this awareness is so, so helpful because then you can ask yourself, like, how is this making me feel, right? And simply that extra step, that extra clarifying question can help you to connect how this might be a very unhelpful habit that we may want to start creating this shift around, right? So if I'm scrolling Instagram, I see a post that feels like I'm not enough for whatever reason. I ask myself, how is this making me feel? Just being able to name that is very, very useful to me. Oh, this is making me feel like I... I'm scared of where the industry is headed. This is making me feel angry because I have a different perspective than that person. This is making me feel hurt, right? Because it's really polarizing content and it just feels really like icky to be around, right? As soon as I can name that, it makes it easier for me to like process it and shift it, right? And granted, I like the mute button is also amazing, friends, <laughs> or like flat out unfollows. I think that that is like kind of a way to make all of this mindset work easier on you is like flat out unfollow people. If you're finding this one account is like triggering the, you know, you know what out of you all the time, then take the action to shift it. Like you don't have to live in that, you know, you can shift that and take the action to unfollow or mute. So I think that's just useful to notice as well. But again, you can't do that if you don't know this is happening, which is part of this larger conversation as well. The second question I like to ask myself is what am I looking for here, right? And this is just a great awareness to have because sometimes you're just picking it up because you're bored, right? Sometimes you're literally standing in line at Target, scrolling your phone, not even realizing that like what you're consuming is making you feel like shit, right? So I think that's really, really useful as well. Like, what am I looking for here? Am I literally just looking to fill the time? Cool. Can I like text my best friend instead? Am I looking for a new content idea? Cool. Can I give myself that white space instead so that I can trust that that's going to come from this like really intuitive place rather than something else I've seen? Am I looking for a solution to a problem that I'm trying to solve? Cool. Maybe I reach out to my business coach and I ask her that question, right? Notice how most of the time the answer isn't scrolling social media. Most of the time the answer is something else and it's coming from a different energy and a different place. So I think just even looking at like, what am I looking for here? Sometimes your brain is just like, I feel shitty today, so I'm going to find another way to make myself feel shittier so I can continue this pattern, right? Have you ever had a bad day and you're like, well, it's already bad, so I might as well just like, (laughs) you know, keep going. That's where we really, really want 
this awareness piece to help us so, so much. Because when you know what you're looking for, it's so useful in getting it (laughs) rather than spinning in that, like those icky feelings, right? You've probably heard people in the online space talk about creating more than you consume, right? And I think this is useful, but I also think... Most people aren't doing it, I guess is what I'll say here, right? I think it's useful to hear, but I also think that it's a really difficult shift for people to make. And I think there's a lot of mindset stuff under there, mostly from the perspective of like, it probably, if you're consuming a lot, sometimes it's because the creating isn't a habit yet, right? So you don't have those weekly non-negotiables for your marketing. You don't know what that looks like, or you're having a really hard time showing up for it. There's like a lot more there. So to just say like, oh, create more than you consume. It's like, well, yeah, but like (laughs) if it was that easy, everyone would be shifting this, right? So I say that to be like, okay, what has to happen there? And maybe this is the piece where you reach out for support. Like maybe the thing you actually need is that mindset support to figure out what your visibility and marketing plan looks like or why you're not showing up for those things, even though you know technically what you should be doing. I'm using air quotes here. That is so valuable because you can have that outside perspective. You can get to the real root of why those actions aren't happening, right? I know I say all the time that I love supporting my clients and cultivating the right mindset to take more of the right actions in their business. And those two go hand in hand. We run those two in conjunction with one another because it's never just about the mindset. The same way it's never just about the actions. It's how they work together. So if you are someone who is really, really struggling to understand like, what are my weekly non-negotiables? How do I create more than I consume? How can I feel good about the content that I'm creating? How can I feel good about putting myself out there instead of feeling like I want to hide or contract? Like that is something I really, really invite you to get support around. And I have so many ways that you can do that. So if you are someone who knows that there is more to uncover there, I invite you to join me for my Make Moves and Get Paid coaching call. I just released spots for May. This is a totally free 30-minute call where you and I get to the root of the one mindset exercise and the one sales action you can take that is going to make the biggest difference in your bottom line. Then the most amazing part about this call is that if you send me evidence of that action within a week after that call via email, I will send you a $15 Starbucks gift card to really celebrate you in that. The reason I offer these calls is because I know how difficult it can be to get your mindset on board with taking those uncomfortable actions that are going to move you forward most. So I created a way to support you in that, to really incentivize it so that you can step into more of the results you desire. You can gain perspective and feel what it's like to be supported around both the mindset and the actions so that you can see a difference in your bottom line. I have had people reach out and say that they would love to give testimonials about these calls because they have gotten real results from them. And I know the same as possible for you. So I invite you to join me for one of these free calls. You can sign up for that at amandajoyswepper.com slash make dash moves. Grab a time that works for you. There are only limited spots available. So definitely don't wait on that and grab yours today. The other piece that I wanted to mention here when it comes to this sort of doom scrolling comparison 
is to give it a container. And what I mean by that is oftentimes you may be picking up social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is for you in those little voids throughout the day without necessarily even realizing that. And I think that it's just super useful to give it a container. Decide when you actually want to be on social media. And the reason this is useful is because most of the time your marketing strategy, the way you connect with other human beings and really nurture those business building relationships is often on social media, but you may not be consciously building those relationships if you're just doing like bits and pieces throughout the day. You probably don't really feel like you have like a nurturing strategy around that if you're just picking it up in those bits and pieces, right? And of course, this is nuanced. It's different for everyone. Like if you literally know that you know, I only have 10 minutes during this and that to pick it up. Cool. Like that works. But again, like just knowing that you have that container rather than it being like this kind of like mindless thing, I think is really, really useful. So one thing I encourage around this is to interrupt the pattern, right? Interrupt the pattern of like mindlessly picking up your phone and scrolling And one of the ways that I suggest you do that is actually through an app that a client recommended to me. Well, it wasn't really a recommendation. She had just said that she was using it and had really enjoyed it and it had helped her so much. And I was like, ooh, what is this? This can help my clients, right? But I actually downloaded it too because I wanted to know what that was like. And it's this app called OneSec. O-N-E-S-E-C. I'll try to remember to link it in the show notes for you guys. I'll make a note of that right now. But what it does basically is it makes you take a deep breath for about 10 seconds before you log into your social media app. And I downloaded this and started using it for Instagram just for the reasons that I told you, which was that I was just finding myself like picking it up when I had like when I had some time, right? Like if I was between calls, I would just like pick it up. Or when I was like waiting in line at Target, like I mentioned, I would just pick it up, right? And I noticed that I didn't love how I felt in that. I didn't feel like it was necessarily like helping me in that relationship building. I didn't have the container that I mentioned. There were just like some things that were feeling really like not good to me there. And this app was the thing that helped me to interrupt that pattern because until I did that, I didn't really how often that was happening. There was no basis for it, right? Because I was just moving through my day. So I didn't really recognize how it was affecting me. And I think this is really useful when it comes to this comparison conversation as well, because if your brain is just used to feeling that comparison and used to feeling not enough, it probably doesn't feel that different to you to like feel that way when you're scrolling an app versus how it could feel if you weren't, right? So this is my encouragement to you. is like, you don't have to use that app, but it is a great tool if that feels good to you. And you may not need it forever. Like I don't um, have it on my phone currently, but it was enough to interrupt the pattern. The other crazy thing is that it tells you how many times that you have tried to open the app and before it has you, t- or when it has you take that deep breath and it asks you if you still want to open it. So it was wild to me to see how many times I would try to open that app before I brought that consciousness around it, right? Like I had no idea it was that degree. So I think there's just 
a lot of room to get so much more intentional about social media usage and how we're feeling through social media there. And that's not to say ditch it. I think a lot of times people go to this all or nothing thinking there. They'll say like, okay, well then I'm going to swear off social media and I'm not going to use it anymore and I'm not going to use it to grow my business. And like, okay, if that's really what you want, that's one thing. But I think there is such a middle ground there of just deciding the container and still using it to grow your business. So you may know that you don't want to be on social media on the weekends because you want to spend more time with your family and loved ones. That's a boundary you can set. You may know that you only want to check in once per day and respond to DMs once per day. That's a boundary you can set, right? So I think sometimes we go to the all or nothing thinking because we want to avoid this boundary setting or this container creation. And if you can say, cool, this can still be a tool that serves me and my business goals. However, I know that this needs to shift. I know I need to shift what this looks like. Then it can, then you get both, right? You get what you want. You feel better in the process. You have the tool that helps you to build relationships and grow your business. And it can be both there. So I encourage you to find that middle ground. The other thing I want to mention here is an affirmation that I think is really, really useful when it comes to shifting that comparison. And that affirmation is the more me I am, the safer I feel. The safer I feel, the more money I make. So I have just found this to be so, so true. And I just think that shifting that focus away from what everyone else is doing and really focusing on what feels good to you, your intuition, those kind of like intuitive nudges you're getting just helps you to feel so much more trust in yourself and so much safer. And when you feel that safety, it's easier to grow your business from that place. It's easier for you to make more money because you just feel so much safer there. So I really want you to notice where comparison is affecting your mindset. I think that even just knowing those kind of patterns and how this shows up for you is super, super useful in shifting the comparison as a whole, right? So you may know that anything that mentions like, I don't know, a monetary amount, right? So anything that mentions 20K months, all of a sudden makes you to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so far behind. I should be further ahead. That person started at the same time as me. I should be like, I should be where they are, right? So it feels really intense. You feel that comparison showing up for you. Cool. I think that even just having that knowledge makes it so much easier to do mindset work around it because then you can say, okay, 20K months is a very real desire that I have. From there, it makes it easier for you to do the mindset work. Why do I believe that I can't have 20K months? Is it the way they're creating 20K months that feels really charged to me because I know I don't want to create my business that way? What is it that's feeling icky there? Because that's where to focus your mindset work. That's where to, you really want to start digging and diving in and figuring out like, okay, is this actually pointing to something that I want but I don't believe that I can have? Or is it something that I don't even really want? I find this happens with clients sometimes where they'll say, oh my gosh, it's just, I'm feeling a lot of comparison. I'm feeling behind because so-and-so started at the same time as me. And the more we dive into it and the more I like ask questions around that, I'll ask them, is that something you actually want? Like, is this pointing to a very real and true desire that you have? And 
most of the time the answer is no. And I just find it so interesting that that will happen in the same breath, right? It's like, I'm so far behind, so-and-so created this, but I don't even want this, right? And it's like, well, that's why you don't have it, right? It's because you don't want it. And I think when we can really almost like level set in that way, the comparison gets so much easier to shift, right? But from there, we kind of have that conversation of like, well, what does success look like for you? If you don't want that level of income the way they have it, like what do you want, right? And it really opens up that conversation for us to dive in. So we can go, okay, like they have an agency model. I don't want an agency or they have like 5 million programs and that feels like too much for me. So we can kind of use it to course correct the desire or the way that their particular path, I guess, is what I would say. We can use it as really useful information to build more of what they want rather than that comparison, which just kind of like stops us <laughs> before even getting there. It just feels icky. And it's almost like we don't take it that extra step further, if that makes sense. So I think there is useful information to be found in that comparison trap, but It's if you do the extra step of doing the mindset work around that. Another example that I think is really helpful here I gave to a client recently is this example of how this shows up for me in distance running, right? And if you're not a runner, totally fine. I think you'll still resonate with the example, but I noticed very early on in distance running that I just think about running races so much differently than a lot of people do. And when you talk to other distance runners, there are some that will tell you like, oh, I just hate when people pass me on the course. I just hate that feeling of people passing me. And I just always found this to be so fascinating because the truth is most of the time when we run like a 5K, a 10K, half marathon, whatever, we're all starting at different times, right? That's kind of how they like control the crowd. So you're in a certain corral, you're in like, you're starting your race, sometimes like 10 to 30 minutes apart, right? Sometimes even more if it's a really big race like a marathon, right? So, or long race rather. So you really have no idea like what time that person even started. They could have started like, you know, like at a completely different time than you. You also don't know like what went into their training, right? You don't know if that person woke up at 6 a.m. every freaking day to get their run in and is burnt out and exhausted and like is freaking miserable on the run today, right? Like you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. You have no idea what went into the race that they're running today. You also don't know if they think they're running at a good pace. They could be passing you and you think they're like doing amazing Whereas they're having like the hardest day ever and they were aiming for a personal record and they're nowhere close to hitting it, right? So all of this to say, like you just kind of never really know where people are at and what's going into it behind the scenes, right? So the gift you can give yourself and the mindset shift that I like embraced very early on here was like, I was always running my own race. I was always only aiming to be better than I had been before. And of course, sometimes that doesn't happen, right? Sometimes I have a really hard day, sometimes injuries, sometimes I ate the wrong thing the night before. Like you really just never know. But all of that to say like over time, am I getting faster? Am I feeling better? Is it coming with more ease? 
am I having fun, right? There's so much to be said for enjoying the process. Like all of that matters. And my ability to say like, oh, I'm just running my own race. Like it doesn't really matter if people pass me because it's it's not a team sport. It's kind of incongruent there. Like it only matters it like what I think and how I'm doing and that I'm better than I was yesterday. And I think that's such a gift you can give yourself in business as well. If you can really look at it like, Am I building what success looks like for me? Am I building the business I actually want? If it takes, however long it takes to reach that, I don't know, 20K a month, is that worth it? If it takes, however long it takes to hit the six-figure year, am I enjoying the process? Like These are the questions we want to be answering because that's going to affect how you feel in the process. That's going to affect your ability to create that goal that much, create that goal, hit that goal, achieve that goal that much faster because of how you feel on the journey to getting it. So the experience you have in building it matters so much more than I think so much of us give it credit for on social media. And you definitely not cannot tell from one Facebook post or one Instagram post or whatever it is, right? And yet we forget that context. When we're just scrolling, when we're just, you know, looking at what so-and-so is doing, when we're saying I should be more like them, we're forgetting the context of that the magic is actually being more like you, that the magic is actually creating what success looks like for you, that it matters if you're enjoying the path to creating what it is that you want. Because if you are just trying to get to that income month to say you did it and freaking hating the process, it's really not going to feel great on the other side of achieving it, right? It's going to feel like kind of a letdown, you know? And you're not going to want to stay in it. You're not going to want to create the next level of income or whatever it is, right? So (laughs) I think like part of this conversation can feel kind of discouraging there, but it's actually a really good awareness to have and a really good check-in with yourself to be like, am I actually creating what I want? Am I actually doing what feels true to me? Am I actually accurately and authentically showing up like that matters and I think that that is also the kind of like antidote to the comparison and to the doom scrolling and to feeling like you are doing it wrong or you should be doing it more like someone else or you know you should be more like them all of that stuff that can kick up so I think this is just so useful to really look at right like look at like what is that comparison showing you what is that I should be more like them actually pointing to what's the thing under the surface there because that's where to do the mindset work. And then my final question for you is, what do you actually want your new reality to look like? If you know that you are someone who has been doom scrolling, it's not feeling good, you're feeling a lot of comparison, it's paralyzing, you're not able to put out content because of it. Sometimes just envisioning what that future relationship with social media and consuming content will look like is enough to inspire you into action around it, right? So if you're saying like, I just want to feel really good in my business. I want to feel like I'm doing enough. I want to feel like I am a leader in my industry, no matter what's happening around me, right? If you can anchor into and start visualizing like what you actually want that to be and feel like, it really gives you 
a a direction to go in essentially it helps you to just yeah just like feel so much better around creating that container in setting these boundaries for yourself and having this awareness because you know you're headed where you want to go I guess is what I would say there you know that your mindset and your actions are supporting you in creating more of what you want and I think I mean that's just a useful conversation when it comes to mindset as a whole but it's also very useful when it comes to this comparison so I hope this served as an absolutely beautiful reminder for you today and that it really helps you to bring some awareness around consuming content content and helps you to create more content because of it. I mean, that's what's on the flip side of this is when you have that relationship with consuming content that you actually like like and is healthy and feels good and all of that, more ideas are going to flow from that space, right? From having that space to not be constantly comparing or constantly consuming and to be more in that core magnetism and attract more of the right clients and get more heck yes clients and ultimately build your business and make more money from that point. So I hope this was an amazing check-in for you. I hope you utilize these tools and these actions and put them into practice. And as always, if this resonated with you, I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can send me a DM over at Amanda Joyce Weber on Instagram. Let me know what really resonated, what really like hit home for you. I love hearing those breakthrough moments. Makes my heart so, so happy. And yeah, if you're struggling with this too, like know I am equally here to support around this too. If you're over there nodding and raising your hand with like, oh my gosh, I struggle so much with consuming content, not feeling good enough and haven't been able to like create from that place of intuition or attracting more of the right people and being more like myself, then that's why I'm here. You know, like I am here to help you shift your mindset so that you can have that visibility and you can grow your business from that place. So equally here for both of it. Tell me if this really resonated with you. Tell me if you need more support around this. Like I love hearing from you. Yeah, that's all I've got for you today. I think we managed to keep the puppies like somewhat at peace. There was a little bit, it was a little rocky there for a second, but we made it. And I'm just, as always, so, so grateful for you tuning in and listening and for being here. And it just warms my heart so, so much. So with that, I hope you have an incredible week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift.
Then the most amazing part about this call is that if you send me evidence of that action within a week after our call via email, oh, 